Hi, I'm Rich Offers, and we're back with another Travis Smith Tech Spotlight. Thanks for joining. As always, Tech Spotlight will bring you short and snappy updates on tech and data issues. In this edition of Tech Spotlight, I'm going to look at some of the issues, particularly around IP, data, and confidentiality that can arise when organisations faced with a tech skill shortage in the UK hire software developers overseas. 2021 was dubbed the Great Developer Drought. A report by the UK government in May 2021 found that nearly half of businesses surveyed had struggled to recruit for roles requiring tech skills over the previous two years. And 2022 looks set to continue in the same vein. So what's the cause? Well, in the UK, it was undoubtedly heavily impacted by the combination of Brexit and the pandemic. Brexit meant tighter immigration policies, and many developers from Europe returning home. Meanwhile, the pandemic saw our reliance on technology and our expectations for smooth digital experiences surge. And so, digital transformation projects, many of which were paused on the, at the outset of the pandemic, were resumed with renewed vigour. But competition for tech talent globally is fierce, with tech salaries rising faster than almost every other industry. We've consequently seen more of our clients looking to hire tech talent overseas and some exploring alternative employment models in order to do so. For example, structures where the individual is employed by an umbrella company or by a third party that takes care of all employment tasks, an employer of record, but where the individual works for the end client. Now, this gives rise to various legal issues, some of which are more obvious than others. Choosing to focus on IP, data and confidentiality issues that present traps for the unwary in this tech spotlight, I wouldn't wish to underplay the importance of the employment and tax considerations, which if you are looking to hire developers abroad, should be front and foremost in your mind. It may even be the case that the structure you propose using, the employer of record model in particular, is not recognised in the country in which you're hiring. Certain European jurisdictions regard these as an illegal form of labour leasing, potentially exposing you to fines. For more information on the employment and tax considerations, please see links to previous podcasts presented by my tax and employment colleagues and posted at the end of this text spotlight. So what about the intellectual property considerations when you hire a developer abroad? Well, in the UK, where the developer is an employee, copyright in the software they create during the course of employment will automatically vest in the employer. If, on the other hand, the individual is an independent contractor, then they will own the copyright and you'll need a provision in your contract with them for them to assign the copyright to you. But copyright is territorial. Hire a developer in Bulgaria and the software they write will be subject to Bulgarian copyright law. You can get caught out if you proceed on the assumption that the copyright laws in the territory in which you are hiring match those in the UK. In certain European jurisdictions, copyright cannot be assigned at all, and authors may only grant others a license to exploit protected works. In these situations, there's no mechanism like we have in the UK to transfer upfront ownership of software that is yet to be written. Returning to alternative employment structures. Where, according to local law, copyright vests automatically in the employer, rights in the developed software will vest in the employer record or umbrella company, and not you as the end client. So in your contract with that company, you will need to ensure that the relevant rights are transferred to you and moral rights are waived, 
taking care to observe any local law formalities. You're also likely to want to contract directly with the developer to cover off the IP position. Although where you're using an employer of record structure, this could be seen as a stronger indication of a labour leasing arrangement by jurisdictions that outlaw, outlaw those arrangements. It's clearly much better if all relevant documentation is concluded when you still have the relationship with the developer. A further assurance clause, whether the developer agrees to assist with the execution of documents to perfect ownership down the line, is of little use where the relationship has ended and you can't track down the developer. To avoid this situation, it may be appropriate, subject of course to local law advice, to execute an irrevocable power of attorney, permitting the employer to act on behalf of the developer in executing documents. There's also a strong case for having a direct contract with the developer to protect your confidential information, rather than relying only on your contract with the employer of record. If you're looking to restrict what a developer can do and for whom they can work once your relationship with them has ended, bear in mind that the law surrounding post-termination restrictions and their enforceability differs significantly from country to country. And I'm afraid it's impossible to draft a one-size-fits-all set of obligations. Finally, if the developer has access to personal data, and you should consider whether this is in fact appropriate, there will be data protection implications. GDPR and the UK's equivalent of it impose strict rules around the handling of personal data and the transfer of such data overseas. Fortunately, there are currently mechanisms in place that allow the free flow of personal data between the UK and the EEA, but it does become more complicated if you wish to hire developers outside of the EEA. Regardless of where you're hiring, you'll need to demonstrate that there are adequate technical and organisational measures in place to keep personal data secure. Now, the issues I've mentioned can be easily overlooked and they tend to come to light when enforcing or defending rights in intellectual property or where there's been an unauthorised disclosure of confidential information or indeed in the context of a corporate transaction. We help clients resolve these situations, but undoubtedly when they crop up unexpectedly, they do cause serious disruption, particularly where matters are business critical and time sensitive. Prevention is better than cure and these issues are much better addressed at the outset as part of the decision to hire tech talent abroad. That's it for this episode of Tech Spotlight. Thank you for listening.